Are you ready to up your game when it comes to messaging, marketing, and selling your offer? Then this is the space for you. It's my mission to help perfectly imperfect coaches, consultants, and course creators become fiercely bold and highly successful. All you need is your comfort zone and a willingness to outgrow it. And I'll bring you the powerful tips, proven strategies, and inspiring success stories to help you reach your goals and grow your business. So subscribe for practical, actionable advice on how to create and sell compelling offers to your ideal clients through video, workshops, and challenges, all with a generous helping of practical mindset. Let's go. It's, it's been a wild ride for most of us on social media over the past three years. Uh, you may have noticed, you may have had a little feeling in your bones about the things that have been going on. Um, but here are just a few of the wacky trends that have emerged. We've seen the rise of the social media influencer coach. You know who they are. These coaches have amassed huge followings on platforms like Instagram and YouTube, and they're using their platforms to sell their offers to their adoring fans. But watch out, if you're not careful, you might end up with a coach who's more interested in getting the numbers than being hands-on helping you improve your own business. And you know what? I've had a few of my clients that have signed up with some of these big name coaches, and they've been disappointed at the lack of hands-on service and lack of hands-on help that they've actually received for their money. The second one is the rise of online coaching. And with the pandemic, many coaches have turned to video conferencing platforms like Zoom, like Skype to offer personalized coaching programs and one-on-one -on -one sessions. So just imagine, and you probably do it just like me, just imagine you can get coached by your favorite guru while lounging on your couch in your undies. Woo -woo -woo. The third thing is having a greater use of social media for networking. Coaches can use social media now to connect with other professionals in their field, to build their audience, to share ideas, to sell their offers and build relationships that lead to new opportunities. And it's been a pretty exciting time and yeah, wild and wacky three years. Um, but with all the changes and trends that we've seen, one thing remains constant. We will always find a way to adapt and thrive even in the face of what appears to be the craziest social media trends. So let's take a look at what's in store for us in 2023 and how we can adapt our marketing to make sure we're staying real and relevant. We're going to start with four tech and marketing related concepts, and then we're going to go, go on to hear five ways that we can make this work for us and the things we need to think about to make sure that we stay relevant. So in at number one, and it's going to be no surprise to anyone that short form video is king when it comes to content. We all know it's been coming for a long time and it's been it's here now, you guys, without question. Now, the one major platform shift that's going to quickly separate the brands that grow and those that don't in 2023, it's going to be short form video. Consumers have got falling attention spans, the rise of short form video spurred on by TikTok and reels across the board is now the content of choice for people. So here's what you need to know. The great thing is you don't have to follow the crowd. You don't have to dance or point or be goofy if that's not you. What I want you to do instead is find a style that's comfortable for you and make it engaging in your own way when you've got something important to say. I'd love you to look at prioritizing YouTube shorts we're still looking at a big yes to TikTok and Reels, but YouTube Shorts and YouTube are number two and number one respectively in the search engine market. 
YouTube is already dropping shorts videos in search engine results pages, which is pretty cool. So how are you going to do this then? Simply take your smartphone and create a vertical video. If you want to do it more professionally, you can create a vertical video template in Canva that has got your branding. It's got your logo on it. It's got your URL and all that kind of stuff on it. Just take a short form video on your phone, drop it into the template or don't drop it into a template if you don't want to do that and publish it to YouTube Shorts. Hooray for video not having to be difficult to look professional. Great news for us. At number two, let's hear a little bit more about YouTube Shorts because you're absolutely going to want to get involved with this. So YouTube Shorts launched in 2021. And while long form traditional videos on YouTube are still absolutely a powerful content format for growth, smart marketers are also creating short form snackable videos to reach a new audience and grow their subscriber base. So YouTube shorts will obviously be competing with TikTok videos. It's obviously going to be competing with Instagram reels. And we already heard that shorts are now showing up in search engine results on both YouTube and Google. Plus, they're linking back a link back to your YouTube channel and to your regular videos more than ever, giving creators even greater reason to be experimenting with this type of content. Right now, YouTube Shorts has 1.5 billion monthly active users and sees more than 30 billion daily views. But we can expect those numbers to grow pretty rapidly in 2023. And in 2023, YouTube is also going to be releasing its podcasting section to a much wider audience. They want to compete with Apple and Spotify. So this is going to be a huge opportunity for anyone doing podcasts and also for people creating multiple types of content. So here's how best you can use this knowledge. If you're looking to grow a YouTube channel, focus primarily on consistently uploading regular YouTube videos. This is a proven way to grow on YouTube. Make sure that your descriptions have got the important keywords in, they're SEO optimized for that search engine and consistently upload those videos. These regular videos is still what most people visit YouTube for. So make sure that that is your priority and then experiment with YouTube shorts and podcasts around that. On the topic of podcasting, number three, it's time for you guys, for podcasters to turn on your cameras and get your long form video on YouTube. If you've already got a podcast or if you're thinking about one, then you might as well double up, turn on the camera whilst you're recording your podcast and then you can add the video to your YouTube channel. YouTube is highly searchable and we know that the search results are turning up in Google and what that means is for podcasters is that discovery for a search algorithm is going to help is going to help people discover your show that's what we want that's part of your funnel number 4 we're going to be wanting to make friends with ai because ai content is going that's artificial intelligence it's going to revolutionize content creation for you guys it's going to revolutionize the way that content is created revolutionize the way that content is distributed and consumed and it's going to help creators, us as creators, develop better and more engaging content in dramatically less time. AI generated content could also help creators reach more people by helping them efficiently create content that is tailored to their target audience. Now, you can imagine that one of the common arguments made, especially by copywriters who are understandably worried about it, is that AI is never going to be as good as writing your own content. And, you know, I can agree and disagree with this. In many cases, if 
if your human voice isn't that great at getting your message across, then AI is going to be better for you. But the caveat, there's always a caveat, right? When something feels too good to be true, it probably is. So the caveat to this is that AI is only as good as the questions that you give it to answer. It still has lots of shortcomings. It doesn't understand the intent behind which you're asking the question. So you still need to have, you still have to understand your niche. You still have to understand your audience's limitations, their obstacles, the things that are standing in their way, their, their beliefs that are holding them back, what it is that they desire. You still need to understand all of that. And you still need to understand your own brand voice and have a really strong brand voice to make sure that the AI generated content sounds like you. AI is only a shortcut once you've already done the work. In fact, you're gonna be putting quotes and, and prompts into AI, and then you're gonna be wanting to review it and refine it before you post it anywhere. AI is also not a shortcut for knowing your own shit, quite frankly. You still got to do the personal growth. You still got to get educated on your niche and all of that kind of stuff because you still have to deliver to your clients at the end of the day. Not only that, but AI doesn't always throw up accurate content for literally everything. It's plumbing the internet for your content. And we know that not everything on the internet is accurate. So you need to know the right from the wrong when it spits out your, um, your workshop or your Facebook post or whatever it is that you've asked it to create for you. So what this means for AI is that as far as the recent content explosion goes, you guys, you ain't seen nothing yet because with AI standing out amid the social media noise is about to become so much more difficult. So guys, you have to get involved with this technology to, to shortcut the time it takes for you to create content. And for me, it's, it's kind of terrifying, but it's exciting in equal measures. And my plan is that I'm not gonna fight this, I'm going to master it. It also means, and this is so important, this is what you need to know about AI, is the only thing that's gonna help you stand out is an effective personal brand, a voice that sounds like you. In a world, guys, where everybody can create, can now just create great content at the click of a few keys, you're gonna to have to show up in a way where you matter. So it brings us to number five. We're gonna be loving on our audience hard because this proactive audience engagement is what's gonna be converting. So more and more of us creating content, more and more content um, on, the, on the platforms. Every platform that we're on is gonna become more and more saturated. And that means less space in the feed for, for all of us, right? But those of us who proactively and strategically engage with our audiences will still win. We know that creating content, we know that building a following on social media are vital for audience growth and brand building, but likes and a big audience don't deliver leads and sales. Those two things alone don't deliver leads and sales. So if you're focusing on likes and you're focusing on building a huge audience, know that you're missing a couple of really, really vital pieces of that jigsaw puzzle because you guys have to have a strategy in place for converting your social media followers into paying clients. That means you have to get proactive. That means you have to personally reach out to your audience and bring them back to your business and bring them back to what you offer. This is gonna be uncomfortable for a lot of people, I know. And I was talking to one of my clients about this very thing yesterday. 
for the people that wait and wait and wait for the sale by endlessly producing content, it's going to be hard for you. But the few of us that push ourselves out of our comfort zone and connect with our audience on a person-to-person level and do it well will be the ones who see the rewards. It's actually not that difficult to put the processes in place. And as I said, you don't need to have a huge audience to make a lot of money. In fact, you only need to do four things. You've got to create content that attracts the right potential clients and build an audience. And you're probably already doing that. You've got to create what we call hand raiser content, which identifies specific people in your audience who have, you know, even perhaps subtly shown an interest in your offers or or show that they have a problem that your offers will solve. Then you've got to reach out to those people and start a helpful, meaningful conversation. And that's where people fall down, right? Because they make it too complicated. The fourth piece of this puzzle, which is the piece that I love to teach, is about making the offer. And this could be about getting someone on a call or my own personal favorite, running a workshop, running a challenge that you invite your audience to, and then following up. You make your pitch, you talk about your offer, and you follow up with them on a one-to-one basis. Now, it's just four steps. But that strategy that I outlined might appear time-consuming and complicated, and maybe that's making you think about stepping outside your comfort zone and all of that kind of stuff. And of course, it requires human input from you, but it delivers many more results than just this hamster wheel of constant content creation. And it can be scaled, you guys. That's super important. You have to be so much more than just a content creator. That is not going to grow your business. Businesses that want more out of their content are going to be focusing less on creating tons of it and more on how to use that content more strategically and how to convert those followers into customers. And there absolutely has to be a strategy in place to get this done. If you don't have one yet, follow along with me because I'm going to talk to you loads about that over the coming weeks and months. Number six on our list of nine, being real and relevant because stories win. So taking what we already know about AI into account, we also need to remember that the common thread through all social media is human connection. They want us to connect, be connecting with each other and stay on the platform as long as possible. Now, the businesses that connect the best with their audience and build strong communities online will be the ones who are best positioned for success. But how do you build an audience in a noisy, distrustful, short-form world where content is... <laughs> It may be generated, may well be generated by AI. You guys have also got to be putting your own personality first and telling stories with meaning, telling stories that shift beliefs, that give lessons and all of that kind of stuff, all that inspirational stuff. Now, AI can only do this to a certain point right now, and it absolutely can't tell personal stories at all since it can't search your brain yet, yet. Being real and relevant then is going to be more important than ever. Now, humans have bonded. If we go back, we know humans have bonded through sharing stories since the days where we all sat around campfires as cavemen and cavewomen. Stories enrich the examples that we we give our audience with meaning. Stories give us a journey, give our audience a journey that, that we and they can see themselves on. Stories bring us joy, laughter, sadness, shock, awe, and empathy. Stories can help our audience shift their mindset and beliefs. And a story could be a 60-second video, 
a story could be a static post or a story could be a whole podcast episode. So we get to change our focus from hacking algorithms. And in fact, if you guys have been around me for any length of time, you'll know I'm not a fan of algorithm hacking. The reality is they change so often, there isn't really any point in trying to keep up. The main things that we focus on is having a message worth sharing, creating content that engages with our audience and makes them feel seen and heard, and creating content that they can get on board with that shifts their beliefs and sets us up as an authority, as an expert in our field. So number seven, and again, this links in, um, is about building trust with your audience. And there's been a lot going on in the past few years with uh, the P word, the pandemic, you've probably noticed. Um, there's been lots of people sharing lots of things about their beliefs about certain things. And this content has divided some people, divided whole families, and it's brought others together. Facebook and Instagram are still big players in social media. So don't let anyone tell you that you have to be on TikTok to grow your business. Unless you have a super young audience as your ideal client, people are still going on Instagram and they're still going on Facebook all the time. Instead, call out something in either a playful or a serious tone that only your niche will understand. It calls them out, kind of like an inside joke. So I might talk about... Um, sending 50 friend requests a day and then cold pitching them in the DMs. Like that's a pet, a real pet hate of mine. And when I talk about that, I attract people to me who don't want to use that strategy. And I repel the people who don't care about using that strategy. You know what? They can go with a coach that teaches that absolutely fine. The people who are using that kind of strategy, they're seeing big growth because they're, they're appealing more to the kinds of people that want to work with them. Alongside that, you might hear that sales funnels are dead, even though all of us, all of us as marketers, and you know, if you've got a business, whatever business you run, you also need to be a marketer. And that's where lots of you fall down. I, I get it. I get it. So all of us as marketers need to use funnels in our business. A simple sales funnel is a tried and tested and vital part of your, vital part of your business. You can't grow your business if you don't have a few simple sales systems to help nurture your audience to, to make those offers. The key point here is that there's a way to nurture and sell with integrity and with heart. And that's what you need to identify for yourself and what I help with over at the High Vibe Business Academy, my coaching mentorship. In a time of buyer hesitancy due to economic downturns, people are still spending money. You guys, this might be a bit of a mindset shift for you. They just want to spend it with people they trust. Don't let anyone tell you that your audience isn't spending money or won't buy until the turnaround. There is still plenty of money around and plenty of people for you to help. So stay in an abundance mindset and show up, show up, show up. You'll see it for yourself. And sure, some people might take longer to nurture, but plenty of people will still buy from you. So don't be discouraged. And if they don't buy from you because you're not showing up, they will go and buy from somewhere else. So the key for you is that you need to have a system to bring new people into your audience, into your funnels and have a system in place to nurture them so they can see who you are and the world you're working to create through your business, not just what you sell. Buyer hesitancy also means they're thinking more about where they spend their money. People may wait for things for what they think are good deals. So flash sales and discounts and things like that 
may become more important to your sales funnels this year and your business strategy this year? Absolutely no. You still need to nurture your audience for these sales to work. Number eight, Facebook still loves community. We've heard a lot, lot, lot about short form video. That will continue to rise throughout 2023 and beyond. So what I want you to do is with, with your short form video in, in a reel, for example, is test publishing that short form video in the reels feed, as well as posting it maybe a day or two later, posting that short vertical video into your regular feed posts and test which one performs better for you in terms of building your list, getting engagement and having those conversations. And we've already talked briefly about the importance of having an engaged audience because focus will continue to shift away from vanity metrics like followers, reach, engagement, and all that kind of stuff, and moving towards the metrics that really matter, which is quietly building relationships and growing our businesses without making a lot of fuss and fanfare and step by step telling our stories and staying real, relevant, and authentic. The great news about this is that we don't need to be at the mercy of the algorithms. It means that we can take back control of our content and we double down on what's important to us in our business versus just jumping on some temporary trend that everybody else is doing like lip syncing, pointing in the air and, and AI profile pictures. Thankfully, it looks like social media is starting to go back to its roots, which was all about connection and creating meaningful and lasting relationships. Community is everything and business relationships are everything and people are craving more depth and feeling like they want to have a place where they really matter more than anything. Last but not least, number nine, and this one's going to be a great one for all you perfectionists out there, authenticity rules over curated perfection. So here's one for us all to celebrate and I know there's plenty of us here. Instagram particularly, and it will be a knock-on for all of the rest of the social media platforms, is shifting from perfectly curated videos to being able to show up as you are. Hooray! You don't need to have the perfect background, the perfect lighting, the perfect coffee cup placed strategically on your immaculate desk. It's authenticity over perfectly curated content, and I'm here for that, you guys, and I hope you are too. We get to show up as ourselves, imperfections, messy hair, no makeup and all. We get to stand up for our cause. We get to promote the impact that we want to create in the world. So it's time to get clear on what yours is and start talking about it. I think one of the greatest skills that we can develop as an entrepreneur is seeing patterns and predicting future trends and needs of your audience. When you start to see patterns over and over again, and you're paying attention to the feelings of the people on the platforms you use, or you're paying attention to who opens what on your email list and who responds to what to, on your posts, you're going to be able to predict a trend and take action on it before it's so obvious that everybody knows about it. So trends that people are talking about right now that echo what we've been talking about are, are I say in inverted commas, messy, like don't be too messy, right? People st we still want people to watch this stuff, but it's user-generated content, right? User-generated content. So they know that it's the difference between whether AI has produced something or whether you've written it yourself. This is going to see the death of things like trending sounds on reels and lip syncing over other people's audio. People just aren't interested in watching 50, 50 different people doing the same thing. That kind of stuff will still get the views. It'll still get the likes. But the reality is that original content created by you 
people hearing your voice and seeing you moving is what is going to build your list, stand you up in the front as someone to be listened to and is also going to make, make you sales. That's because when you're following trends, especially when you're a late adopter, no one really knows who you are. No one really knows what you stand for or whether they can trust you. All that they can tell is that you're good at copying the trend. And guys, that doesn't tell them anything. So to sum up, if you have an offer and you have a funnel that sells it, the next step is building a community and telling the stories that impact, impact entertain and inform. Give your audience content that is worth consuming and invite them deeper into your world, inspire them. If people enjoy spending time with you online and they value your personality and they value your opinion and the way that you do business, then you're going to have the vital element of trust. They'll follow your suggestions. They'll enter your marketing funnel, not as cold traffic, but as, as warmed up, as a warmed up audience that are partially pre-sold already. People want to see something real. People want, don't want to see everything being perfect all the time. And luckily for, for me, <laughs> and probably luckily for you too, this trend has been on the upswing for the last year or so, and it's going to go into full effect in 2023. So for all of us who don't live perfect lives, including me, this is a great trend. This means that, as I said, that perfect video, looking perfectly made up, perfect background, they're not just not required anymore. In fact, the more real and raw, the better. In short, so to, if I could sum up everything in like two lines, in short, marketing essentials aren't changing, but the method of, the method of connection is changing. So you still need to have an offer a funnel that sells it. You still need to be building relationships and, and you still need to be able to, to know how to talk about what you do. The method of connection is changing. Be real, be relevant, be available on the platforms that your viewers are on and tell stories worth sharing. Guys, I can't wait to see what you produce this year. I can't wait to see what social media comes up with to surprise us next. If you like this, I'd love you to subscribe, leave some comments, letting me know what you thought, forward it to somebody else. I'd love to invite you to join my group, Entrepreneurial Hearts. The link is in the show notes below. And I've also put some other goodies for you in the show notes.